What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Peace of Mind, the music talk show featuring two young black males, Black Exodus and Chad G. And we are back to discuss our top, best, and the worst of the worst albums of 2018. All right, so let's talk about it. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right, what is your top three best albums of the year? Should I start with my honorable mentions first, or should, hey, how should I do it? It's your world. I'm just living in it. Do what you want. Okay, uh, I guess I'll go with, we're going top three, so I'll, I'll go with the ones that just missed the cut. Uh, I got to go with number five, Mac Miller's Swimming Pools. Uh, obviously, like that's his, this is his last project since he tragically passed away. Uh, earlier this year, but Swimming Pools, I thought that was the best, like, musically that, that Mac Miller sounded. I thought, like, he was, I, I feel like he was, like, at the top of his game on that on that album. Like, everything was coming together for him, like, musically, like, lyrically. I thought it all came together on that project. Uh, do you have any thoughts on, on that? You know, I didn't even really like it that much. Oh, really? <laughs> no, nah, uh, you know, I thought it was okay. But as far as albums go, I thought like his best album is, uh, was and still is Good Morning. Um, I mean, on that album, man, I think it was just forgettable to me. That was just so much there. That's like, what is he really talking about? At least on Good Morning, you know, you saw a lot of his mental issues and his mental stability. Um, I, I thought he was he was speaking about his his mental health I, I, on there. On some on some tracks, uh, and I forgive me, like that. Like I said, it's so forgettable. I don't even remember the names of these tracks, bro. But like. I, I kind of forgot that he wrote this year because it just was not that much of a, a memorable album to me. And, you know, rest in peace to Mac Miller. I'm sorry, this is the, the body of work that he has to go out on. But, yeah, it just it just was not that great in my opinion. Well, I thought that it was a, a good um, – well, obviously, you don't want to go out, especially at that age, on, especially at age 26, like at all. But I know, I know. That was, I thought that was a great project, a great final project for Mac Miller. But um, – but, uh, you know, different strokes, different folks. Yeah, it's not the best song song in my opinion. What's, what next do you got? Uh, four, I'd have Redemption by J-Rock. As you know, I'm a big TDE fan. And, like, I like before, I thought I thought J-Rock actually put together a really, a really solid project with this. I, I usually would just listen to J-Rock. I wasn't, I wasn't a big J-Rock fan as, like, a solo artist, but, but, like, he always killed his features. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna give him another chance. I'm gonna check out this this album. I thought he put together like a really good project, like Win, which was the the big hit off of that. King's Dead, another big hit off of that, and also like the title track with SZA Redemption. I thought was a really really good out, really really good track. So that's what I have. I'm gonna speak on that one later. Oh okay. uh, well, no no no, no. speak <laughs> no, on I'm, now. I'm gonna speak on that one later. I want to speak on it later because uh, it, it's it was it was made my list as well for one. Let's make one of my lists as well. So. Oh 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 okay. So I'm uh, uh, I'm gonna speak on it later. Okay, I don't think I know where you're heading with that. Okay, so should I get into my, yeah, my top go, go three to now? Yeah, go top three. Go to the top three. Okay, three. I had KOD Kids on Drugs. J Cole. I respect it. Uh, I don't know if this was his best album that he's had, but it's definitely not bad in 2014. Four drops. Yeah. Yeah, Forest Hill Drive is probably my favorite, but um, but I thought it was it was still a good album. He had a lot of good tracks, speaking a lot of real issues on there, and you know, 
like Jake Jake Cole is like a, a divisive figure in hip hop. You have people who you hate him, or who they hate him, him or love him, and I think a lot of it com- comes down to his stands. And honestly, stands of any artist are unbearable. I'm just gonna say that right now. Like most, if you're if you consider yourself a stand of an artist, like nine times out of ten, you're probably annoying, and people are art, fans of artists probably are annoyed by you. I mean, like there's fandom, and then there's being a stand. And I think stands take it to a whole other le- level. Like, like, think about the namesake, Stan. That's uh, a Eminem, Eminem Stan, yeah. Eminem song, yeah. Eminem song. So, but that, that's a rant for another day. But I thought KOD was, was really solid. Um, you had, you, my favorite, I think my favorite on there was, um, was Window Panes. You had Kevin's Heart, um. Uh, Kevin's Heart's one of my favorite. Yeah, Kevin's Heart. That was was a hot track. Trying to think of uh, of the other tracks on there. Um, Hold on a second. Let me just... Bro, we get it. Okay, you like like KOD. You don't got to go too much into the depth of it. We get that. All right, what what else you got? I fucked with KOD too. The KOD is an hour mention of my... I shouldn't have said that. Oh, Gabriel Spoilers. You got to bleep... Wait, no, no. You got to bleep... I said said a bad word. (laughs) You got to bleep that up. Um... But uh, number two, I have championships. I know, I know, championships like recently came out, and this 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 might be a prison of the moment. Be your number one. It might be a prison of the moment type deal, but I thought that was Meek's best best project that he's dropped. Um, I thought, yeah, like uh, like it, it was he had a message through it, but he was hype at the same time. Like, and when, and once you can combine those two things, I think like you have a great album. Um. And then number one, I have Daytona, Pusha T. That it was only seven tracks, but he, like seven, like all the all the tracks are great on there. And Infrared set off like the biggest beef in hip hop okay, in the past couple years. Re- okay, in the past couple years, sorry. Yeah. Oh, oh well, I was yeah. Re- I was gonna say I was gonna say all time, but <laughs> but obviously the you past want couple the years. Heads come get you, bro. You because last week you was talking about Jason. They want to say of all time. Like, I don't know. I don't know that. I think it's that was a pretty, it's a pretty flagrant thing to reveal that uh, that somebody is, is hiding a child. Oh, it is, you know, it is. But uh, <laughs> I ain't gonna say say that was like one of the best that, that, of that, all times. I, I think that's out. an all oh, I think that's an all time moment, right there, revealing that uh, that somebody that that you're beefing with is but, hiding bro, a child. But, but, I feel you. I get it. I get it. That was one. I mean, the song was great. But that was one bar versus like the entire Jay Z not the entire fifty job, bro. This the, either one of them gonna create it. No, or did it be fifty in job? Stop playing. But I feel like I feel like like rap beef has has definitely changed from from ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, bro, so have nuclear bombs. Bro. So it's nuclear bomb. They definitely Damn, you always you always have these like references that just like what <laughs> nuclear bombs. Nah, they definitely changed too, bro. But you gotta respect. Oh. You gotta respect Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta respect the originals, bro. Like nah, like yeah, everything changes. But you gotta give homage to what started it. I'm not you disrespecting any of them. I'm just saying it was a good it was a good rap beef. Even though I, I wish Drake I wish Drake would have uh, hit back. back harder than he did. But, but anyway, like getting back to the original point, yeah, Daytona, great album, seven tracks, easy listen, and uh, yeah. All right, so my top three are gonna be like they they're top for different reasons. They're not like all the same. 
But honorable mention, I definitely want, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh the KOD for that one just because like I said, this one also one of my honorable mentions. Kevin Sart, yo, that's that that melody was hot for me, bro. And the whole album, like I'm I'm I wouldn't call myself a J. Cole stan, but I am a J. Cole fan. Where, you know, I I would say that a lot of his music is pretty good. I mean, he might have some hit or miss tracks. Like I can, I'll say I'll say to admit that. Like I know a lot of these stands. Like nah, he never said nothing bad. But like nah, J Cole has definitely had some hit or miss moments. But especially with uh, KOD, it was definitely dope. A lot of the production on that album was pretty good. Um, and the fact that you know like, he didn't really have no even features on it. The only feature he had was himself. Which I thought was kind of funny. It was his uh, like a persona that he had, which was really dope because you know you're not really seeing a lot of. A lot of that type of stuff anymore in hip hop that's done well, I'll say. So that's my honorable mention for that. Now going coming in at number three, we're gonna start it off with Shrim Life Three. That was my summer anthem, bro. Like, uh, what's it called? Everything from the first and second disc. The third disc was well, was more hype and everything like that. So that was like more of like uh the nightclubs and everything like that. But yo, the first and second disc, and it was a three disc project from uh Ray Shrim and the group. Was straight bangers, and it was everything you can vibe out to. Guatemala, uh, close, uh, the one song feature went weekend was the bedtime stories. Everything on that album, certified fire, in my opinion. So that's the, definitely why that's one number three. It wasn't nothing that you could really, like, you know, really like listen to and like just you know think think a different way. It was like you know when you're relaxed, you all here playing some games or whatever, and you know you just want to play some music or maybe you all you know doing whatever it is you do <laughs> at night. Uh, you know, you just want to have some, you know, just some back bar noise. You can just vibe out and chill. That was what that kind of album was. And especially it was great because it came out during the summer. Uh, competed against Scorpion. And in my opinion, I think, I think it beat it. Now, <laughs> the Spotify and the plays and just the name of Drake is going to say otherwise. <laughs> but in my personal opinion, I think Show My Through is way better than Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Um, I thought, Scor- I thought Scorpion, well, Stremlight 3, I thought Stremlight 3 was a good album. But I wouldn't have it in my in my top three, obviously. But I feel you, I feel you. but like speaking of Scorpion, I thought that was like a, a bloated album. I feel like Drake could have trimmed the fat a lot yeah. more on that. Because that that was there was some gems in it, but I feel like it was too far and too few between like in my listens. Mm-hmm. So it's like like it was one of those ones where like you know I can't necessarily listen to that whole album, bro. I gotta like make a whole playlist or put it in my Spotify playlist the ones that I like. And you know sometimes I just want to listen to the whole album. I, I don't want to like you know have to keep picking and choosing different songs. Like, no, I just want to put it in or, you know what I mean, hit shuffle on the album and just vibe out to it. And I couldn't do that with Scorpion. So wasn't really all that good in my opinion. And I think, like, um, a key part of uh, what makes a great album is the replay value. Because you can say an album's great, like, after the first listen. But if you don't pick it up and, like, listen to it again, like, all the way through or, like, you listen to tracks over and over again, then I can't, I don't think you can consider it a great album. Exactly. So I just like it's a, it was an okay album. I'm not not necessarily I'm not putting Scorpion in my top worst of this year. No, yeah, it was an okay album though. Mm-hmm. All right, but moving on to that, we're gonna put in Astro World, bro. That oh. Travis Scott song. That tra- that Travis I miss, Scott. I, I missed that. I missed that. Yeah. Wait, wait, you gonna put like an honorable mention? Or you yeah, put honorable that? mentions. Yeah, that. I think I think I I probably would have put that for actually Astro World, but so I don't even got really talk about Astro World that much, bro. The production was fire. Yeah, the production was great. Uh, on that. Just the vocals, the features, everything in the entire album, the build, just amazing. Even the artwork, 
Even the artwork was dope. So, like, yeah, the visuals and the music videos, Sycamore exactly. video. Great. And now, and now, like now that we know uh, the meaning behind Drake's verse on <laughs> on there, like the it has a whole other meaning to it. The shots. But yeah, I thought I think my favorite on that was uh, "Stop Trying to Be God" on there. That was that was a great song. Stargazing. Like, just so many great tracks. And uh, my and the whole album is one of the ones I can just listen to, you know, on repeat, just chilling out and vibing. Sickle Mode is still my favorite, though, because of that intro, man. That intro Oh, is yeah, that smooth, intro. That bro. intro is fire. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then going at number one, controversial pick. Give credit. He's still a, a, a great musician. I got to go with my man Yee, bro. <laughs> gotta go, I got to go with uh, I Hate Ben Bipolar. It's awesome. I got to I know it's only seven tracks, but each of those seven tracks... I felt told a part of Kanye's story of what he's going through now. And as someone who sympathizes with that a little bit, I could appreciate it. And I, and I, and I liked it. I could vibe with it. And then I could dissect the lyrics. I'm like, yo, I feel this. I get this. This is why he's doing this. This is why he's doing that. Don't get me wrong. He's still, he's still, he's wilding out right now. He's still wilding out. I'm not, I'm not taking away from any of the actions that he's doing right now. I'm just saying, as judging strictly the music, I like that album a lot. Enough to put that on my top album of the year. Uh, it's my ringtone. I, I thought God that was honestly like one of his weakest projects that he's dropped. Shade, I, feel like. I think that I think I don't know. I, I it just didn't have like it a replay value weaker to me. Than Jesus. Let's be real here. I don't know. It it, it, it definitely was like bottom two. Now Jesus, I had black skin head and uh, what's what's the other track? Hold my liquor. That was the only two track Jesus had. See now that you said that, I'm because I don't even I don't, I don't think I've even like listened to to yeah after listening to it the first time, like I don't think I've like I've listened to Black Skinhead, and then hold my liquor like since then, so I, I don't know because like we said I mean I can say make a great album has replay value but like like you said different strokes different folks I mean I, I can say say I've listened to that entire album just back to back the fact that I even got it in my ringtone like you know for certain people whatever call it. Just because, yo, that, that, yo, I feel him. I get it. And that's what I said in the beginning. Yo, I know it's going to be a controversial pick. I, I knew that from the beginning. Just because I, I feel him. Yay's been doing some. He's been, he's been being yay this whole year. He's been doing some yay-ish. So I get it. That being said, let's move on to some of our more ill-liked albums. You want to go first? Nah, like, like I said before, like I can't really think of. Like my worst albums of the year. So albums was, that you didn't even get through. So albums that you say, like, you know what, I'm see, a pass. I, I'm a pass because you stayed interested. Okay. Uh, and you got a couple of those. I would say, oh, you listen to this. He was like, no, nah, I don't really like this. Or so I, I guess, I guess, Dummy Boy, because I'm not, ahead. I'm not, I'm not big. I'm not a big Six Nine fan. I think like, like, like I, I can, I get the appeal behind it. Like a lot, a lot of his music is hype, but I don't know. I, I don't. It just all sounds the same. I don't think I could listen to a whole album of him just just screaming over a track. I can't do that, especially especially when he's like he's got nothing to say really. It's just him screaming. So I don't know. I sound I sound like Joe Budden here, but yeah, I got I got Dummy Boy on my worst albums. Just to, just a rebuttal for a second. Like Dummy Boy is one of my favorite albums, but it was a dope album I thought for what it was, and that we, that was one track in particular where he did have something to say. Where he was throwing shots at his old managers, which might not be the smartest I did right now. I'd say, I, yeah, especially with the news coming out with them putting a hit on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might not have been the smartest idea, but he did have something to say on at least one of the tracks. I can say that much for certain. What else you got? 
Um, I was gonna, I was gonna throw it to you. Really. I mean, well, if that's the case. I, I start with Kamikaze. Eminem track or Eminem Oh Eminem. my god! Oh yeah. It, it was better than what was the other one he dropped before? Uh, that everybody was roasting him about. Oh, the, the one he dropped last. See, Re- yeah. was it relapse? No, was it rebirth? It was Redemption? Rebirth? It, was it was something. Something, something with the R. Something about something the rising R. from the ashes or something, <laughs> some corny stuff something like trash, that. Bro. We, you know, everybody was like just uh, talking trash about it. So he makes another album trying to, you know, it, it seems a, rede- a redemption for it. And it wasn't as bad as the last one. It wasn't. But M, hang it up, bro. <laughs> it was It was okay. It was just okay, but you are supposed to be better. You were, you, when you release, when you are a great, and you release a just okay project, you're you're you're, you're kind of taking away from your greatness a little bit, man. Like just shit, I, let it die. It's all right. I think it's I I don't I don't like the transition that he's made to like the lyrical spiritual miracle like <laughs> sort of like rhyme scheme that he's been doing. Where he's just trying to just trying to show up his like technical ability. Like I don't like that doesn't impress me that you can rap fast and like you get a bunch of words in. Like it, it's not it doesn't sound that good. I mean to be fair, he's been doing that for a long time. Bro. But before he used to, I mean, he's always been technically great, like as a rapper. But I mean, his songs are good, like like the beats are good, like the like the lyrics are great. But I mean, like now it's just, I feel like he's just trying to rhyme stuff, just to rhyme stuff. And you know what I hate the most about that album is that I feel like he just it wasn't truly him. Even the artwork of that album, like couldn't have been original. It was, uh, uh um, you know who the Beast Boy is? Like you know who the Beast Boy? Yeah, everybody like, knows. Okay. It. Okay. Yeah. So it was, I can't remember the album, but it was the album with Brass Monkeys on it. I, Whatever album that was, that artwork is the same artwork that he used for the Eminem joint, but he just kind of, you know, remade it a little bit. I think that's because uh, Rick Rubin, who was a producer for the Beastie Boys, is also Eminem's producer. But yeah, but, but, hear, me out, but hear me out. Oh no, all shot, that's okay. You know, that's like, oh, it's a callback thing. But his, I would say the most known track off that album, and I can't even think of the name right now, is a sample of a Kingdom Hearts beat. For uh for single and clean or not was the single and clean was sanctuary I don't remember which one, and you wouldn't even know that it's that, and except for the fact that his production uh, uh the dude who made it I can't, the producer said oh yeah I sampled this and it was like, so you're not gonna give no type of credit for that. you can't even you can't even tell that it is bro like he's trying too hard to make this ish sound like it's his own but it just sound like he's. Is he's borrowing in a sense? You know, here's here's what it sounds like. It sounds like Eminem pretending to be Eminem. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't sound like you know he's being himself. It's like he he's pretending to be a character culture of himself. I I think too that like him working with Rick, I, like Rick Rubin's a legend in in hip hop, but and just in music in general. But I think like I think part of Eminem's problem is that he's still working with like the Rick Rubin's. Of the world, like production wise, like it makes his production sound dated and old. I feel like he needs to start working with some like new producers and stuff. Like, I I would love to hear what Eminem would sound like with with Metro Boomin producing him. <laughs> I don't I don't know I don't know what that would sound like, but it'd be different. Maybe maybe he like maybe Kanye could produce him or something. Like I just want to hear Eminem with some updated production. Nah, I want Eminem to hang it up, bro. I want him to retire the legend that why he still got that status. That he is, hey, but it's like it's like boxers though. They don't know you don't know when to hang it up. Like boxers don't hang it up until they get knocked out. 
it's like Brett Favre, bro. Like, yeah, Brett Favre. You go and learn a lesson. He had a great season in 2009, got to the NFC Championship game, tried to come back, and then it was, it was over then. Yeah, you, you, you're going to learn. Like, <laughs> Brady, it's coming for you, too. Yeah, probably. But, uh, <laughs> all right, moving on. Yo, I didn't really mess with J-Rock Redemption, man. Really? I didn't really mess. Here, okay. Everything about that album that I liked wasn't him. <laughs> well, you like the features? I love the features. So it's kind of like the inverse of like what, what usually happens to like a J-Rock project where he kills right, the features. Right, right. <laughs> so oh, so do you feel like he can't carry like a project on his own? No, I, I don't even think it's that, man. Because like, I, I th- it's just that I think his features were out sh- not, not only outshining him, but I feel like for what the type of album or what I felt during that album, they were giving it to me more. You know, when you have this, when you have the album Redemption, and he, he does kind of, you know, weave this a, a story of redemption through that album. And, you know, when I, when I listen to it, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not feeling really that, I mean, I'm feeling it. But when I listen to, you know, the features and when they, when they come in, yo, Dory, when SZA kicked the hard verse, bro, I was, yo, I was into that. Mm-hmm. I was into it. But when he was on his, I'm like, oh, man, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, you're not wrong. But it's not, it's not giving me that feeling of, you know, that I'm supposed to be getting from this music, bro. I'm, and that, that's my issue. I feel like, you know, he can hopefully carry a solo project, bro, but it's just, this ain't it. It wasn't, it, it wasn't all that. And then we see all King's Dead, bro. Bro, King's Dead was on a Black Panther album, bro. That's, that's kick that out. <laughs> that don't count. <laughs> that I mean, it's on the count. album. It, it is on the album. That is on the Black Panther album, bro. That it's is, on, it's on the Redemption album, the, too. The Black Panther official studio soundtrack. <laughs> that is, it's that on is both, not it's on both tracks. Well, speaking of which, bro, the, the Spider-Man, the Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack, that's that's kind of hot. I, I get on that. that. I get on that soundtrack. Yeah, I got to see yeah, that, too. Yeah, I saw that last night. We'll talk about it. Uh, but this is a music podcast. Yeah, we, like, yeah, we can talk not, about that. We're not later. getting that. <laughs> this is a music show. Uh, that being said, you got another one before I give my final worst album? No, I think you can go into yours. Yo, did you really not listen to that music this year? Like, what? God, like, come on, son. I'm trying to think of, like, a... Yeah, something a that you passed on, man. Come on now. I I haven't listened to, to XX Music, but I, like... But I, I can't say it's terrible. Like, I've heard, like, a couple of songs from X. And, like, I don't feel it that much. But but I'm not going to say it's terrible. Like, a lot of, like... I, I, haven't, I haven't listened to, to to a lot of, like, songs. I thought... A lot of, like, full albums I thought were terrible this year. Like, right, I usually skip them. Speak on that, then. Come on, say it with your chest, man. See, I can't, I can't even think of one. That's what I'm trying <laughs> to think of. You were like, yeah, it was so bad, I just skipped it. All right, well, how about this, bro? How about Lil Boat 2? If that's what it was called. Lil Yachty. Lil Yachty. Lil, Lil, Lil Yachty. Lil Boat 2. Is that what you have your number one? That's my number one, bro. And the reason why is because I'm popular playing again. I actually like Lil Yachty. Like, I think, like, for what he is, and that's just, you know, like a silly, have fun type of rapper, you know what I mean? Um, I, I, I like him, bro. Like, you know, it's, it's nothing real serious. He's not, if you go into listening to Lil Yachty expecting, like, you know, deep metaphorical bars and, uh, you know, everything like that, and you're like, <laughs> Gonna be disappointed, <laughs> but if you go in there like y'all, you wanna have some fun, like you know, this is like, some, like you know, on broccoli or one night or you know, his son that he like he had feature with Kyle or whatever. Like you listen, yo, they, they just fun. It's just he just having fun, bro. Mm-hmm. And on um, I'm trying to think what was his last album, like, Teenage Dream or something like that, Teenage Summer, Teenage something. That I actually, I it was it was dope. You know what I mean? Like it was just 
chilling out, you know, music you can vibe to, etc. Nothing real serious. But on Lil Boat 2, I feel like either he's trying to prove something to other people that aren't really his market audience, so there's no point in even doing it because they're not going to be the ones that's buying your albums anyway uh, or listening to your albums anyway, so there's no point to try to prove it. Or that, you know, he's just trying something different and it went way left. Because <laughs> it just didn't, it, it, first it didn't do well and it just felt uninspired. You know what I mean? Like, Lil Yachty is, it's, it's a, it's quote unquote hype because, you know, he just has so much energy and that rubs off when you're listening to it. So you have no foot, you know, you just dance a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, you have fun as a smile on your face and you, you kind of have no choice but to do that if once you allow yourself to be taken in by his, by his energy. But in Lil Bo too, man, like, I just didn't feel it. It just wasn't there. Like he was, again, like he was either trying to prove something to people who aren't his market. So there's no point in doing it. Or like I said, he was just trying something, you know, different and it just didn't work out for him. But either way, it was disappointing to me just because I am a fan of Lil Yachty's music. So it's a shame. I, while you were speaking, uh, I just thought of one. Quavo's, Quavo's solo album. I, I just remember that. Yeah, that, that, that was trash. I, I was expecting way more from Quavo. You thought, he, I thought he was going to be like the, the breakout, like a Sway Lee of, of, uh, Migos, but no, that was just, it was just garbage. And same. I think the funny thing about it is, because like, I remember having a conversation last year saying, bro, Quavo got all the features, you know what I mean? He got, you know, he, 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 he when you think of the Migos, bro, like, I, I would say a lot of people, they think of Quavo. Because, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> even that meme that, uh, when they all stood up in Joe Budden, uh, against Joe Budden, like, they stood up in, uh, in order of rele- relevance. And, you know, Quavo was worse, like, right, afraid to throw the hands, bro. So I was thinking about it. He was like, yo, this, yeah, he's about to break out, you know. I mean, of course, he's going to date they, his bro, so he's still going to be one of his bros. But, like, his, this album he's about to drop about to be fire, bro. It's about to be just all harmonized. It's about to be bangers, man. Like, things you can vibe to and party to, et cetera. Again, nothing really deep. It's the Migos, so it's Quavo, so it's not really deep. But, again, you can vibe to it. And that just wasn't there. <laughs> like, he, like, I, like, maybe he tried too hard, or maybe he just he doesn't really have the sauce. Like I think it does. Maybe, maybe he has to feed off of someone else's energy for him, for him next self and being by himself. Or even when he had his own features, mm-hmm. or we had features in that album. Yo, bro, it was, it was trash. <laughs> I feel like Qua- like to make an analogy, Quavo's like he's like a starter on a championship team. He's like part of a big three. He's he's somebody that that he can get you a championship. But if you put him solo on his own team, then, then you're going to be an eight seed, probably. You might not even make the playoffs. What's that boy's name? Uh, uh, Mario Chalmers? Mario Chalmers. <laughs> He's like Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Dang, it goes Mario Chalmers. He's Mario Chalmers. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh, snap. But yeah, that's what, yeah, I'll give you that. That was a pretty disappointing project. And it did make me reevaluate the best Migo. Now, like, yeah, is it Takeoff? Is Takeoff the best Migo? Oh, I think we should lean towards Takeoff, man. I do like Offset. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know if I if I want to listen to a whole solo I, yeah, I project listen, from yeah from I wouldn't listen to the whole Offset album. I think he's cool, like you know, in a group he got some dope features, but I'm not really trying to listen to a whole Offset project. I wouldn't listen to a whole takeoff project. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would give it a shot. See, but I thought that about Quavo too, and then that, yeah, like that, I, that disappointed me. Yeah, so. but, I, but I'm willing to give it. a I don't think I would give Offset a shot, but I would give Takeoffs a shot. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Like I gave Quavo. I thought Quavo was gonna be fire. I'll give Takeoffs a shot and see if it would actually, you know. Make me feel any better, and be like, you know what? That that's that is it. That's the best bingo right there. It's take off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I gave three. You got one more. One more. Come on, just one. One more disappointing album that you couldn't finish, or you just decided, you know, what? I'm just gonna skip because I'm I don't like the artist for any means. Come on, bro, give me something. Give me something. Give me I guess something. I guess I got I have a yay on there. Then uh, I was talking about that before. <laughs> Disrespect. I got a. I'm just saying because 
I expect better from Kanye, honestly. Like, but I don't know if I should at this point. Because I feel like Kanye's, he's, he's been going off the edge deeper and deeper in the past couple of years. Like, he's, he's not been taking his meds, which, which, uh, I don't know if he was before, but he said, he said he created, uh, Food for Dark Twisted Fantasy, like, off his meds and, like, some other, like, some other of his albums. So, I don't know if that's, that's the excuse, but I don't know. I, I just haven't been feeling Kanye lately. I mean, okay, like, and, and to defend that point, just to defend a point that I really shouldn't defend, but I'm going to anyway. Look, some artists feel as though when they're not on their med- when they, some artists that struggle with mental issues, they feel as though when they have medication, it, it dampens their creativity. And, you know, just, you know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, that's my second favorite Kanye album. So, I mean, you know, that's just shot just under college dropout. Mm-hmm. So, for him to be able to, like, think that, oh, I can't make, you know, an album to this caliber, again, if I'm, you know, if I'm having my mind clouded about these, you know, these medications, then I understand why he would be, I get it. It's, I, it's not the best. I understand that, like, as an artist, that, that you feel like, Taking the meds can cloud your creativity, but I think that's also a dangerous message for somebody, especially I mean, in a position, to be to be spreading. Because some people like legitimately need to, to take their medication. That is right, and that should there should not be a stigma against taking your medication. I mean, well, the stigma will survive. Well, stigma was here before Kanye, and it will survive long past Kanye. Yeah, I, but I think it's just not it's just not ideal that somebody, especially that uh, that's of his prominence and like the mission that he's in, is like advocating. That like the 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 maximize the creativity that you don't take your medication. But at the same time, you know, we look at him right now as, you know, the public figure, and which he is. But we also have to look at him as you know the individual, you know, the the, the person. And as a person, it's understandable why he would do that. And when you look at it, and, and as a person, when he says understand why you do it. Then you got to say, well, well, as a public figure, he shouldn't. Well, bro, when you, when you're doing this, you're not thinking, oh yeah, I'm a public figure right now. You're thinking, I got to do this because because of me. I'm it's me. I, I have to do this for myself. You're not you're not thinking about everything else at that moment, bro. Like you don't you don't do that. <laughs> you don't. I feel like he could do that, but like not. I feel like he could for himself. He could he could just not take the meds, but I feel like he doesn't have to to say that. That the meds are like blocking like your your creativity that you need to like free yourself from from the meds and not take meds to unlock like your your full creative. Um, but that's okay. And that's a fair statement. And yes, I, I guess it's very dangerous to give that message to uh, younger people. But he's not again. Th- that stigma has survived long before him, and it will survive long past him because there are other artists that also say this. Or if they don't say this, they you know amplify this, uh, where you where you see people who perhaps they do have, take their medication or they're mellowed out, they're not in that dark place anymore, and then their art does suffer from it because that dark place is what was given the art. You know, you know, comedians always say that they take their most tragedy and turn that to comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, their most tragic situations, and I mean that's kind of how a lot of people do create. Art. They 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 look at what's wrong with the world, or they look at what's been wrong with their lives, and he's like, "Well, you know what? What if I just made this or did this?" So yeah, like you you have to understand that that's always going to kind of be that stigma, just because of the nature of you know kind of the mind in a way, bro. And, 
I think the question that 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 we need to say, you know, we need to come together just as a community, as artists, not artists, is that um, if you can, what's the best way I can word this? I don't want to be offensive. Uh, the tur- the the be able to channel that darkness while still being in the light. If you can understand what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I know what you're getting. At. So to be able to be able to be like, you know what? Um, I can still be creative, and I can still make a different type of art that's still good, but not be in a place that's detrimental to myself or society or others and then also like on the other side like for some people medication might not be the way for them that they it might not be helpful for them that they take medication maybe some alternative means works best for them like maybe like working out or or just changing like your routine or like making your bed or something maybe that can help you like but i think that like you shouldn't like stigmatize taking your medication because some people legitimately have like chemical imbalances and they have to take Medication. I mean, yeah, you're you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir right now. I'm not. I'm not trying to convince you. <laughs> but at the same at the same time, um, as someone who has been on both sides of this coin, I, I get it. And it, so it's it's and it's hard for me to find. I can't say find fault. I, I see the faults in it, but it's hard for me to get mad at the fault of the. Uh, Oh yeah, taking my medication uh, it clouds my creativity. I can't get mad at that fault because I yeah I get it. I feel the same way, so I, I get you. But I mean, you can't really let that stop you from being creative. If you really, if you really are an artist and you really you know you really does this create creativity ish, you got to find a way to kind of move past that. And I, that's the struggle that I go through. And that's the struggle that you know if you want to be a better artist, you have to go through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's much harder than you know, not to get medication and play the game and play the game. That's a, cause that's a, that is a game, bro. That's a game. <laughs> and the the, the uh, stakes of that game is pretty high. Mm-hmm. And like, just to get back to to musically, I was talking about Kanye. I, I feel like like he, what was it? The three albums that he dropped over the summer. It was his out. Al- no, four albums. He had Kids He Goes. He had yeah. Tiana Taylor's album. His album, his album and, uh, and Push Daytona. I thought production wise, he was he's still at the top of his game. It's just like on his own album, I thought that was the weakest one of the releases that he had. I think KC Ghost is more weaker than his. But then again, I like his the most. <laughs> but <laughs> but like out of weak out of all four of those, I think KC Ghost was the worst one. And I like Tayana Taylor's yeah, that was uh, album that was too. Like keep uh, the same energy. It was, was really good. It was really good. <laughs> yeah, go. go. I, I admit your guilty pleasures, bro. I'm not even a guilty pleasure. That's a that's just a great album. I feel you. I wouldn't even stand up. But I don't. But but I don't know if that's considered hip hop or R and B. Like it's like a it's like a line. I don't know if you can consider that hip hop. But hey, it's for yeah. the culture, bro. We talk about the culture. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the. That's what we said to get this show on the air, bro. We talk about the culture. That's R and B. So the yeah. Culture. <laughs> so yeah, if we're talking about um. Albert mentions I, I throw that in there too. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's all I really got. Plus, I gotta go take a final soon, bro. Like, <laughs> I gotta take this final because uh, you We're know we're still on the grind. We're on that yeah. Grind. So by the time this episode goes out, it'll probably be like what New Year's Day before New Year's around that time period. We're actually recording this before we actually leave, <laughs> mm-hmm. so we can kind of just have this kind of ready to go because we didn't just want to record one show and then be gone for a whole year. Or not whole year. Oh, technically a year. If Yo, you want to be, if you want to be one of those annoying people, it's like, oh, see you next year. You know what? I, you know what ethnicity those annoying people are. Uh, uh, <laughs> if you wanted to be one of those people, yeah, you could, but nah. Uh, we we didn't want to wait 
until January to kick it back up. So we said we're just going to have another show. We're going to kick it out sometime over the break. But, yeah, we're still in class, man. Well, at least I still am, bro. I, see, I, I, just, I still got another final to do. I got one right now. Well, in a couple minutes, and I got one in five, man. It's, it's hot out here for a pimp, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's hot out here. I just finished my last bit yesterday, so I'm done, but... I feel you on that. I, I, had, that, on the ground. I had that Kim final this morning, bro. That sh- oh, no. Oh. You know what, man? If I get me a 68, I still pass the class. <laughs> I did the math early. So I'm ready. Everybody everybody, send Black Exorcist your energy. Hey, send me your energy. Well, I already took the class. class. Send, 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 them, send me your prayers. I already took the class. Took the <laughs> final. <laughs> All right, that being said, man, thank you for the Black Access Strategy. We are Peace of Mind. Thank you for turning into another episode. And make sure you follow us on Anchor, man, so you can stay uh, up to date whenever we do release new episodes. And hopefully we get our social media pages up in, in the next couple weeks, too. Yes, Twitter, before Twitter, the new year. Before the new year, uh, we'll have those up, and we'll have here tell you the links and the... What's it called? Username, usernames, not the links. The usernames. I can't think right now, bro. Oh, this is bad. I gotta go take a fight. I can't even think. <laughs> we have the usernames up by the next podcast that we have, so we're gonna tell you that. All right. I think that's all I got for. Uh, uh, uh what's not introductions, bro? I say introductions. <laughs> hey. For the outro, so for the outro. Jesus Christ, bro. We are peace of mind. Go ahead, we... go ahead, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Could you okay. say something? I was going to say, I, it's the final season, like, you know, it's cut us a break. Cut us a slack a little bit. Cut us a break, man. Cut us a break. Look, look, we are peace of mind and we are gone.